he is, Kilmer. Hey, man. Can you hear me? Can you hear I me? I can. Can you hear me? Can we're doing it a little different this time? We got headphones on. Well, thanks to my stepdaughter Ashlyn, she got us set up. I didn't know how to do it. Megan didn't know how to do it. My wife. So we're all set up now. That's the nice thing. But I'm a teenager in the family. I love it. Well, great job. You look good. We're going to make small improvements along the way. That's right. I, def I definitely want the audio to sound good. Well, yeah. Last time, uh, Ashton, we were coming home from picking her up today, this morning. And I was like, how's the audio? She's like, it's not very good. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's not very good at all. No, no. I um, And on that note, I, I think it's okay. We're going to make improvements, right? You're always making We're trying. Right? It's it needs a little tune-up, but we're trying. <laughs> tune-up. I love it when you say it. Well, it got me thinking because just last week, you had called me when you got back from your trip out to the Carolinas, and you said, you're like, Matt, I listened to episode three, and it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I should probably listen to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> even, even though we made it, right? Even though uh, we made the episode, it was cool to go back and actually listen to it. Uh, I listened to it yeah. stuck in traffic on the way to a gig last Friday. So um, cool. I it's weird to go back and listen to some of that stuff, but it's really about the stories behind the shine, right? And telling yeah. the stories. Yeah. And I want to have well, fun with that in the future, you know? Sure. I actually listen to podcasts at the airport in North Carolina and then also on the airplane. I finished it up. Sure. Sure. Kilmer, what were you doing in North Carolina? I was uh, at Trilogy with James. Uh, we were there for uh, about two days. Mm -hmm. And he texted me and he said, after, this is why I think training is so important, is you learn a different perspective and you, you hopefully learn efficiencies. Mm -hmm. He did a job right after I left and he did it in half the time with double the price. Isn't that interesting? On the, right ver right on the very, on the very first job, sure, and that that's why we do what we do, right? To yeah. help others out. That's why we're doing this podcast to help yeah. others out. Right. No, you're 100 percent right, and it's sharing some of these stories of some of the good and the bad and the ugly and and all everything in between all that. You know, it's cool to go back and reflect on all this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's I was thinking about I was thinking about a name because I. As this podcast will mature, I'm, I want to come up with names for the episodes. And I think I was thinking about uh, um, it was cool to go back and hear the, the story replayed, right? Because mm -hmm. I know what it in my head, mm -hmm. and there's so much more to it, but parts are sure. left out. So it's it's nice to to go back and reflect from it and go like, wow, that stuff really happened. So on that note, there was like a there's a, a little nugget of information that I don't think really made it um on that podcast so i i just wanted to reflect you know you and i our real goal with this thing is to kind of tell stories mm -hmm. um, of where we've been and some of the things that we're going to do along the way and I, it got me thinking about that moment uh at the end of my career when i was in sales about making the jump right so i kind of mm -hmm. want to call this episode make the jump because it was really weird is as passionate as i i was about selling detailing supplies and uh, my relationships with my customers, I, I still knew that there was an end to that. And I knew there was something better. I knew there was something greater knocking on my door. And although I had a, a, a well-paying job, I, I saw what it, the guys above me, what it, what it would be like to be at their level and make that kind of money. 
and as great of people as they were. And, you know, in a lot of ways, they're kind of miserable, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have this conversation quite often. Um, I have been fortunate enough to be around a couple billionaires and um, they're pretty unhappy people. I, sure. I was I was just talking to someone, um, just, <clears throat> excuse me, just the other day, and I'm, I'm a pretty big people watcher at the airport. Sure. And if you look at people's body language and you look at their tone of voice, mm-hmm. the majority of people are pretty unhappy. Like yeah. legitimately, you could tell like they're going through some turmoils in their life, sure. whatever that is. And they're not happy. So yeah, I find it a point to kind of cheer up a little bit and say, hey, have a blessed day. Yeah, That's my thing. Have a blessed day with a yeah. good tone of voice. Yeah. And the, the smile on, their, on people's faces are like, you may have made their day. Sure. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's Well, I, I have always said, you know, like uh, nine good things can happen a day and one bad thing happens. And then we just focus on the bad thing. It sure. It spoils you know, all these other things. So it's, it's, it's mindset. You know, I, I have a goal of learning one, one new thing a day. Mm-hmm. whatever it is and making someone happy yeah or saying well, something nice Kilmer, you did how, that. You... <laughs> how hard is that it's not hard at all oh it's great well you um i think you did two of those things today you made me happy because you, you upgraded some stuff you got this uh i try that now right so you... <laughs> mm. no, it's, it's really good well it's we got to give credit yeah thank you ashlyn you did a great job yeah tuned up Ready to go. Sweet. Sweet. So we could post some of that on the Instagram page. No. Uh, browser is not allowing. Jason Kilmer's browser is not allowing Riverside to save to disk. Hold on. Can you hear me over there, Kilmer? Did that kill everything? Doggone it. So it's back. Are we back, Maddie? Yeah. I don't know what happened. It's okay. We were having a good conversation and... Something happened with your phone. Actually, the yeah. whatever happened now, the video, the, the quality looks way better. It's doing it again. Whatever you did to your phone, you shouldn't be using your phone. It says browser is now not allowing to record. Um, Go ahead and put the uh, phone back on, please. Or take some take some videos. Thank you. There you go. You're back. I'm back. I think I can edit through all that stuff. If not, whatever. No, I should be able to just take it in a Final Cut Pro and go chop. But so, 
All right. If you're just, uh, if you're still with us, we just had a little technical difficulty, but I think we can fix all that. So we're you know back, why? right? You know why? Because someone texted me. My neighbor, he's the best guy in the world. He's a big Ring Brothers fan, and he's my mechanic. Okay. And I, I have a slight leak in my radiator, so he's going to come down and take a look at it after this podcast. Perfect. All right. So, okay, we're back. We're back. That's it. We're back. That's where I want to cut in. Right? Batman. We just had a little technical <laughs> difficulty, <laughs> and we're back talking about make the <laughs> jump. That was the that was what I wanted to call this one, right? Make, make the, the jump. jump to what? So, to what? To your passion. I mean, go oh, for it. Sure. Right. Hammer down. I mean, hammer down. No, the point I really wanted to make, Jason, was that um, basically going back. Right. I I knew I had to get the heck out of that industry. So mm -hmm. I, I had an opportunity to go work for this guy selling security services. And it was I was super into it because like I I was really at work. They were spying on us. They were bugging our laptops and following us around and stuff like that. And so the the whole idea of that kind of intrigued me. Sure. And he wanted someone that was green in their industry, but had a sales background. Yeah. And so that's what I did is I made the jump, right? And I, I pushed myself out of my comfort zone uh, once again. And, I, and then uh, that whole experience is when I got introduced to the whole Instagram world. Mm -hmm. When I was going, it was, they were a media company. You know what I mean? They, they owned a security company and they owned a media company. And I saw what was going on behind the scenes with a lot of media stuff. And that's kind of what pulled me into Instagram. And what, and so, what year was this again, Maddie? I don't remember. This was, um, stay with me now. This was right at the end of 2018. 18, okay. okay. So okay. it was, uh, It was. I gave my notice at SNS Automotive on, in, it was like July, like mid-July. And I gave them till August, right? It was like a month. Mm -hmm. And so they, I had, they had one of their guys riding along with me for four weeks to, that was going to take my, you know, my sales position and I was showing them the ropes and stuff. But then when I left, I took the month of August and September off of work and I'll never forget that time. And I think it was like, I really needed that. That was already pre-established before I started the new job. I was mm -hmm. due to start the new job, October 1 of 2018. And so I had like a 60 day break. And during that time, you traveled a little bit. We went up to northern mm -hmm. Wisconsin, um, made made a trip out to the East Coast to visit an old friend of mine uh, for a, a little trip. And then made my way with my wife uh, for our anniversary to Colorado. So it was like a lot of travel mm -hmm. kind of it mm -hmm. condensed into a short amount of time. And it really like fueled, fueled me. And, and then so now I go into this this new job. And, and I'm working with this company and it was, it was really strange. I don't want to get into all of that. Maybe if somebody wants to hear more about that in the future, we can, mm -hmm. but every Monday morning, part of my training was to work side by side with their social media manager. And we had a four o'clock call on Mondays. It was either three 30 or four o'clock. We did a 90 minute call with this Facebook marketing strategist and, um, some of the stuff, you know, I, I basically, I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm just sitting in the background, you know, with my arms crossed, just like taking it all in, watching all this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, You're like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why you're hiring me, but I'm here. 
So, but that's, dude, that's when you don't know. I mean, you just kind yeah, of stand exactly. back and that's why you got two ears and one mouth yeah. just to listen. Yeah. Right. Listen, listen, that that's so, if any takeaway today, folks, it's listening <laughs> is listen. Uh-huh. Keep this shut. Yep. And use these. That's so, why God gave you ears. It's, it's, it's really crazy. So that kind of like doing this for, you know, every Monday for the fall, mm-hmm. it was a transitioning time. And, and through, as I started to, to find out what was going on more with their organization, how things were going, I started quickly building tension with their leader. Like mm-hmm. it was just not, the energy wasn't right. And I was sure. feeling that pretty quick. And the whole time I'm still like, you know, uh, getting work phone calls about this and that and help putting out fires. And just because, you know, almost 20 years as a sales guy, th- these customers become friends of yours. So yeah, you just don't, sure. you just don't abandon them, you know, and mm-hmm. throw them away to the, to the garbage because you know, you're not, you know, <laughs> just because they're not your customers. It's like yeah. they, they fed your hands for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, you know, a gentleman about it and return their calls. So nevertheless, I'm getting off topic. I That's all right. To, I wanted to say, you know, as, as things progressed, um, I, I started October 1st of 2018 at that new job and it lasted almost three months and we get to about a week before Christmas time. And, um, the, um, I, I, I felt tension and I felt like quickly, like this isn't going to work. Right. And I remember going to work on a Monday morning and it was literally the week before Christmas. And I was like, I, I remember like there was a sense of panic inside me. And mm-hmm. I think I messaged my wife that, that morning. And I was like, Oh my, like this, something's weird is going on. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way this mm-hmm. feels right. And no, like mm-hmm. within like 90 minutes of that time happening, the owner of the company pulled me in the office and he's like, Hey, um, you know, this isn't working. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, great. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fantastic. You know I'm I mean? out of here. But it was like a, it was a real Jason talk. I mean, it was a real blow to my ego. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that, sure. and that, that I, I really think that I have a big ego, but like still as a, as a man being, you know, the, the breadwinner of the family at the time, making money, make, having the courage to make the jump into a new job. Now you just get punched in the gut and you're out the door. Right. Yeah. And, um, the, it was, I think looking back at the stuff now it was all really meant to be mm-hmm. all of it because mm-hmm. right here I am in this transition phase once again. And, um, coincidentally, like about, um, I think it was uh, literally like two weeks before this all happened. I had purchased my, a new snowmobile mm-hmm. and I financed it. You know what I mean? Put a little money down. I, <laughs> I had this new, you know, and I, so there was panic of that. Like, Oh my God, am I going to be able to afford the snowmobile? Yeah. Um, and so as, you know, as, as time goes on, it's, it gets, it gets a little interesting, right? So I get laid off permanent layoff, right? The, the guy that laid me off was a gentleman, gave me a small severance to kind of make it through the winter time. And this was after Christmas, correct? Not before? No, it was right before Christmas. I got laid oh, off. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh yeah. man. The week before Christmas. And, and, and I, I wanted to tell this story cause this is like, this is the pivotal point. Um, and this is important, I think for, for anybody that hears the story, you know, can relate because, you know, at that moment I was kind of like, you know, felt defeated, mm-hmm. uh, which is okay, sure. but I needed, I needed some time to just g- think clearly and gather my mm-hmm. thoughts. 
And in that moment, I didn't really, you know, so I was like, I was like, okay, look, you don't have to make a decision quickly, but you know, like it's wintertime. You just bought this new snowmobile. And coincidentally, it was like one of the highest snowfall totals up in Northern Wisconsin and Michigan. And so I, I, I took advantage of this break sure, that I had sure. and it allowed me to clear my head a little bit and to kind of just see the forest through the trees, as I like to say. And I was mm -hmm. like, after all that stuff, I said, you know what? I'm never going to go back and work for the men in suits again and, the, and, and be, you know, part of this, this bigness that they, 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 they fuel you with, you know what I mean? They, they promise you a bunch of stuff like, Oh, you're going to make all this money. Mm -hmm. You're going to have all this potential and all this stuff. But I kind of was reflected on my career and how I always held up my end of the bargain, mm -hmm. right? Once when there was a task that was put before me or a sales goal, um, you know, I was, I, it, it fueled me. It, it made me hungry. Well, you know, you, you bring up a great point. That's why we're still here together mm -hmm. because I asked you a simple task. Yeah. And that was taking me to the airport. Is this guy <laughs> going to actually come or not? I was, I already had the Uber. I was ready to go mm -hmm. if you didn't show up. Right. But for some reason, right. I knew you were going to show up. Sure. Whether it was body language or the way your tone of voice, like yeah. I, we were, we were strangers, but I knew you were going to show up. Well, side note for the viewers that are listening. <laughs> um, I always, you know, if, if you look on my Instagram profile and you look at some of the pictures and you zoom in on the left side of the cars, there's a little sign there that says O'Hare, mm -hmm. right? My mm -hmm. whole life, I grew up right by O'Hare airport. And, and as a, when I was a boy, all my family, my aunts, my uncle, everybody, you know, when they travel, everyone park on our driveway. I'm the airport guy now yeah. because like yeah. my dad, you know, he would take everyone to the airport. And then when I worked for the O'Hare Auto Group, I would pick up, you know, take the owner to the airport. So side note, you know, taking people to the airport is just, I, I guess it was, it's in my blood. Yeah. <laughs> and you're good. Head. You're, you're awful good at it. Well, am I, and am, I know my way around from yeah. know, being in outside sales for 17 years in the field, driving, a, driving a truck in the beginning and then in my car. But, you know, um, kind of going back to it, I, I decided Jason, it was, it was gonna, I, I didn't want to work for anybody again. And I had this opportunity, right? Like I, I detailing was always my pet. Like it's something I, I doing forever, cleaning up cars. Mm -hmm. I know how to do this stuff. Yeah. I have all the skills that I need to run and start and operate a small scale business. And I can do this right out of my garage, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I doubled down and I was like, I, it was at that, it was at that moment that I was like, I remember, I remember the day I went to go to sign up for unemployment and talk mm -hmm. about like a real kick in the nuts. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, but, but also just kind of like, really depressing to see because mm -hmm. it's like that's another mm -hmm. side of the world that you know we don't really often see sometimes how many how hard people are really struggling and yeah. you know i've always had a job and i've always been busy so for me to come this far and have a really good job and and really kind of see it go to that like it's a it definitely made me feel like i hit the bottom well it, you know it, I mean? it's it's definitely a wake-up call of you know who you are inside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what you really want sure and yeah the most successful people i've ever met have hit rock bottom 
you have to hit rock bottom before yeah. you can actually succeed. Yeah. And yeah. that journey may, you may hit rock bottom more than once. You sure. probably are. That's yeah. just realistic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've hit rock bottom a handful of times. Dude. And, and it, it just is part of life. It is. And I, I, I look, this podcast is, is going to mature and I know we have a ton of things to talk about and dive into, but I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I didn't leave this piece out because, uh, it's important for me. And I, I think other people can relate to it. And, and uh, additionally, this just, uh, you know, being defeated, mm-hmm. it, it fuels you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and in that mm-hmm. moment of defeat, you know, and sitting with my thoughts and taking a little bit of time, I knew I would be able to to take this small scale business. And that was the whole thing that I wanted to do because, you know, the it's and that's a hard piece to teach people. Right. Because you always you think you should be doing what the other guy is doing mm-hmm. or you think mm-hmm. you should be doing this or you think you should be doing that without really trying to sit with your own thoughts and think what you should be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm like, man, I've been working now for over 20 years and I've been doing what other people think I should be doing, Mm -hmm. you know, exactly. And and for, you know, to be fair, did a pretty damn good job doing that. Sure. Yeah. And, and then, so now I'm kind of like, I'm realizing like, you know, no, I, and, and having that little break and that transition and having time off, it really made me think like, you know, detailing would be a really good thing for my soul. Because mm-hmm. I, I can, you know, I love the winter time. I want to take time off. I want to be able to break. I want to have a, a little reprieve. So that seasonal business to me kind of actually pulled me in. I like the idea. I'm like, man, if I can make, if I can work my ass off spring, summer, and fall. Now, granted, I, I still work in the winter time, but I'm not busy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's not, yeah. it's not like I have this big, huge scope of projects, multiple cars during a week and that type of stuff. So, um, you know, the winter time I wanted to keep open for me. You, right? you, you cannot put a price on freedom. No, no. It, it, it's priceless because I'm self-employed. My wife is self-employed. Mm-hmm. We can do whatever we want, whenever we want. And our kids are homeschooled. Right. Our two younger ones. Yeah. That's- so if I say, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's go to the ocean. Or let's go visit your in-laws on the other side of the mountain. We can do that whenever, whatever. Sure. And sure, we're not making 150 k each, mm-hmm. but you can't put a price on that because you look at everyone around you, they are a slave to their job. Whether, sure, they, they have the money, mm-hmm. granted. Mm-hmm. Right. But I have the freedom to spend the time with either my family or do these podcasts or whatever. Like right. there's a certain amount of freedom that you can never put a price tag on. No, no. I mean, it's <laughs> just, it's there, you know, and that n- nothing comes for free and that's not easy no. either. You know what I mean? No. That comes at a cost there's, <clears throat> and uh, there's a lot of other pains and a lot of other stuff behind the scenes that makes that, that being your own boss and being an entrepreneur is it still has its own set of challenges and no. and it's it's your mindset and i i keep thinking more and more about about the mindset you know having it you know right now while you and i were shooting this podcast it is uh like two days before thanksgiving and this is actually going to air on thanksgiving day 
and so or go live on Thanksgiving Day. So, you know, there's this time of year, I'm feeling nostalgia and kind of reflective and grateful for a lot of these opportunities that have been put before me, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, that's why we're, I'm talking about this today. Well, deep, you know, a deep dive, Kilmer. You know, we, we've, we've talked a lot the last couple of days. We've talked to two very substantial YouTubers the last right. two days. Mm -hmm. That's true. And, and great conversations, by the way, for our viewers. And to just be thankful that we have those opportunities. Mm hmm to help people out. Yeah. And that Absolutely. comes across in our conversation, in our body mm -hmm. language. Like we're legitimately trying to help people out and right. the money's on the back end. Right. Most yeah. of the time with big business, money's on the on the front end. Yeah. And the others on the back end. Like yeah. way on the back end. Where we're right. completely opposite. Well it's I mean it's it's what fuels us. It's I mean that's part of the reason this the whole episode, you know, our podcast is just driven by details, right? Because that's the drive. It's the thing that it's the us. drive. You know, it's how good can we get it? But also in the back of our head, knowing it's not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Whatever we do. Yeah. I mean, we did a great job on six SEMA cars. Oh, my God. We won Battle of the Builders. Yeah. But there were still imperfections in that truck. Yep. Yep. That's true. And you everybody... Know Everybody involved knew it and was okay with it. Mm -hmm. We did mm -hmm. everybody in that project did their very best. Well, and, and that that's all, that's all you can ask for. Sure. Well, it's it's honesty and it's transparency, and and that those types of things help kind of you know set the bar, you mm -hmm. know, because there's also a threshold to things. It's like sure, you know, it, reality is reality, and although you might be able to push the limitations at time. Is it feasible? Right. And sometimes it's, it, it's not, you know, cause perfection in, in automotive stuff, it's, you know, how can you perfect the imperfect, right? <laughs> I'm laughing off screen. My daughter, Ashlyn just opened up a jar of paste wax and it has SIO2 in it. And she's like, ah, <laughs> Oh my gosh. See, well, you know, for, for our viewers, you know, there's a problem when you have paste wax in the kitchen. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I had to warm it up in the microwave. It's cold out. It's raining. It's stormy. It's blowing out. Kilmer, you have to send me the recipe for that pie. <laughs> what is that? that paste, paste wax pie. Give me that paste wax pie. <laughs> it's a little scratchy. It's a little scratchy. <laughs> You'll warm it up in your paws. Oh, my gosh. See, this is the stuff that makes me laugh. And when we start getting a little off off topic but right the the whole goal was make the jump right yep make the jump yep. and i and that's i think that even is still good advice for us today right because mm -hmm. there's all these other opportunities um that we're working on and all these things that are going on behind the scenes um uh, for and i guess we can probably even just start talking about that now uh over the next 60 days i'm going to be working with you Mm -hmm. um, and our friend Anthony, we're going to be kind of working on building out a, um, a pilot course for a 20-day automotive training program. Uh, and, and tell the viewers kind of what it is. And that's really how we became friends was because yeah. of you mentioning that class. Yeah. So our, uh, my, my, 
good friend Anthony, a customer of mine, and I've I've known him now for I think, close to fifteen years. Um, you know, he he owned a, a high volume car wash, and um, that's where I first met him, selling him you know bulk bulk liquids for the to run the car wash. But then he advanced into a bigger building and started doing some pretty ridiculous like wholesale de- detailing. Where he was, he had a full recon center, you know, basically doing detailed touch up, photo dents, taking pictures of the car for the dealers, like a one stop shop. And I mean, I think in his peak, he, I mean, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he was, he was wholesale detailing, like, I think seven, no, 700, six, 700 cars a month. That's insane. You know, two shifts. I mean, like, you know, like, like not day crew, night crew. I mean, like, you know, I mean, just like, insanity right brain damage i like Mm -hmm. to call it but he he, his building coincidentally was across the street from a high school and and the building when he obtained the building the the previous owner was in the process of converting the building into an entertainment center because he knew Mm -hmm. people were renting out old you know old industrial buildings Mm -hmm. for weddings Mm -hmm. and events and that type of stuff so basically like mid renovation this guy runs out of money building goes up for sale Anthony comes in, moves in, buys the building, and um, you know turns it into his Chicago Auto Recon. So if you're back, we just had a little technical difficulty. There's a storm out by Kilmer, and we were talking about the third floor mm-hmm. at Chicago Auto Recon being special for events, and that's the part about the training piece that we wanted to start doing. Right? Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What? So tell me, you and I met. Mm-hmm. I was telling you about this program that Anthony and I wanted to start putting on with the high school students um, because what had happened there, they had dissolved their automotive department. Um, I believe at the end of 2017 or 18, I forget the timeline, but the automotive teacher that was teaching automotive retired. So the principal came across the street and asked if they could work something out where he could come and teach part-time like automotive Mm -hmm. at at Mm -hmm. high school. And that's kind of where the idea of that whole part with, with working with high school students to, to uh, introduce them to the world of automotive, whether it's detailing and body work and collision or soft mechanics, whatever that is, it was, that was the idea. Right. Um, But when you and I met, I was telling you about this, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think in uh, an episode Three, where we were just talking about when you and I met, that was one of the things I'd mentioned to you. I was like, hey, there's this opportunity possibly in the future to with this program to work with training high school students. And I and, said what? And you said, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I, I said, absolutely. Yeah. Like, so <clears throat> why I have a passion for high school kids and especially underprivileged, whether that's in a, a, a rough community or a disability is because I have a disability. Sure. Not only physically, but a lot of people don't know I have a disability um, learning, learning disability Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So I I really have a passion for kids that want to learn, but don't necessarily fit the, the mold of high school, college, graduate, you know, grads, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't that student. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't mean that a student is stupid. It just means they don't fit the mold of typical high school. And the reality of it is most kids actually don't fit that mold realistically. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're stupid. It just doesn't mean they fit that 
small criteria. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's so true. Well, and I mean, you you tracked with me on that, and you were like, mm-hmm. "Man, this is a, this is really cool." But then, you know, it's hard to kind of explain because it's inner city. You know, like mm-hmm. It, it's not you know social media and detailing, and there's a lot of stuff that makes the glitz and the glam and make it look it's like it's all pretty and perfect and nice, which is cool. But that's not often reality, you know. And so, no, it's like, not. you know. I, I remember explaining being in the inner city to you. And I mean, tell, tell for our viewers your first time being at Chicago. Sure. I, like you walk in and what, what, is, what was that like? It's grit. It's grit. It, it, it's hardcore old school grit. And yeah. I can relate to that, but here's a, a, a funny story. So I took about five students downstairs mm-hmm. and they were around me. The first class was pretty quiet. If you, first and second class were pretty quiet. They mm-hmm. didn't say a whole lot. Right. And I asked him, I said, listen, I'm not from the inner city, especially Chicago. Right. And I said, do you guys and gals have a chance in life? And they're like, Mm-mm. no. I said, okay, why not? Because it's not here. The opportunity mm-hmm. is not here. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity for a typical inner city kid, the only way to get out or make money is drugs. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they told me. That's it. I mean, yeah. and it's all over the United States of America. Like, yeah. but fast forward now, you remember the last class we had, we had one rock star. Uh-huh. Remember? That's great. I do. Yeah. Like, you put a sander in his hand. He's like, yeah, I've done this before. I'm like, where did you learn this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the second class, we, we put him on the polisher and they're like, they're going to town, scrubbing and getting scratches out. And I'm yeah. like, look, look at what you did. They're like, oh, yes. holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, well, there's when you think about how much, how much, um, how big of an impact the reach of automotive is, right? It's, I mean, with the, with insurance companies and body and collision and paint and glass and all the stuff. And the, it, it's, I mean, it's crazy. And so there is. You know, you might not get into detailing. No, but, and, you know, but it's a, it's a good way to get introduced. But that's that's not the art. goal. The main right, goal right. is creating an opportunity, <laughs> an opportunity and self esteem in these kids, because a yeah. lot of these kids don't have any self esteem, and right. I I understand it. I get it. Like yeah. I was them, mm-hmm. take out the inner city, but yeah. with my learning disability and my physical disability. Yeah. I didn't have a chance. Sure. Sure. It's, it's, it's the timing of all this stuff was super interesting as, as like, we're kind of playing through it live, you know, like right before I met you, mm-hmm. um, when we met right before the pandemic started, yeah. it was right. You know, at the time, like I, you know, I started my detailing business and I had been approached by Anthony, you know, my old customer. He's like, Hey, the high school wants mm-hmm. us to do a pilot course for the students you know? And so Anthony and I started kind of building out the modules for that and what that might look like and how many days is going to be, what do we need and all the, all, everything that's involved. Right. And so the, they come to us and they, so we had picked a day. I don't remember. It was, it was, uh, it was mid May. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be May of 2020 when we were supposed to do the class. Well, then what happened then, you're right. We're building the modules in the winter time and spending time, you know, getting this stuff together. And then the pandemic happened. So mm-hmm. it was, that was a full, mm-hmm. you know, full stop. Yeah. And then meantime, you and I had connected and you were doing trainings and there was a couple other local people 
mm-hmm. that knew, you know, some of my old contacts that I sold products to that knew that I was out of doing, you know, selling liquids and now doing more on the service side of things that wanted to learn. So I had a hand, like a small group of people that were like, dude, we, I want to learn how to do this correction and ceramic coating stuff. So that's when we did our first kind of, it was essentially the pilot class mm-hmm. at Chicago Auto Recon. Mm-hmm. And we did like a hybrid course Yeah, where we, did, where we did a group of individuals that actually paid money. And then we actually held a few seats for the high school students to attend. And, and I think we were supposed to have, I think there was 10 or 12 students that actually signed up to be, you know, to take the course. But when it came time to show up and actually come to a, a free, you know, weekend training, I think we only had like six or seven kids. Yeah. And if, if I remember correctly on the second day, you know, only three or four of them came back. So yeah. it was, it was, you know, it was, it was really tough because here we are trying to get this, this program going that, you know, as a request from the school to, mm-hmm. to, to try mm-hmm. and give back to the community and help a little bit and see if we can get some symmetry here and get this thing off the ground. But I mean, it's just nothing but speed bumps and roadblocks and the wind straight in sure. your face. It was really well, tough. Well, you, you know, it's hard because I understand the, the school system. Uh-huh. And I understand the workforce uh-huh. and there's a very big gap uh-huh. just like there yeah. isn't anything else in the world. Right. And it's, these kids are expected to do ABC, right? Uh-huh. But they don't fit into the ABC mold. Right. That doesn't mean they're stupid. Right. It right. just doesn't, it just means that they don't, they don't learn in a typical school setting. No. And that's okay. No, it is okay. And I- <laughs> But the schools are geared towards ABC. Yeah. Well, they might be X and Z mm-hmm. or P and Y or, or M and P. It, it doesn't matter. The matter is taking a student, knowing how they, how, what their learning style is or anybody. Yeah. And yeah. t- and taking what they know really well, uh-huh. and adapting to how they understand. Sure. Well, but and also I think they need to. You know, people need to get introduced to this type of work, and, and not mm-hmm. this type of work. Just get Just introduced work. to something at a younger age. And it's by the time you know a lot of these guys get introduced to something, mm-hmm. it's like they, they're. I don't want to say it's too late, but they're not engaged. So, you know, I think it kind of goes back to my, the whole reason that I wanted to name this episode is make mm-hmm. me jump. You know what I, I mean? I have a funny story since my stepdaughter, my color, my daughter on the backside of the camera right now, I have a funny story. So when I met my wife in Ashland, her daughter, mm-hmm. we went to a car show. Okay. It was a concourse show. And she was six years old, almost seven. Uh-huh. And she has a very good eye. And so does her mom. Okay. And she was out loud. She said, it's a half a million dollar car. She's like, there's scratches there. Jason, there's scratches. I'm like, oh, quiet, please. Quiet. Like, shh, it's okay. Yeah. I-, I see him too. <laughs> like, so the point of that is people are smart. Kids are smart. Sure. Well, and okay, but I, I think I want to know, and maybe the viewers want to know, were there scratches on the car that you got ready for the show, Kilmer? <laughs> was it a car uh, that you Yeah. 
Absolutely, there was. <laughs> of course, I had to take it there, right? Yeah, I just had I had to throw I had to throw you a jab. No, but it, it, it's funny though because no, my daughter. Yeah, yeah. My daughter Rowan's like, Dad, there's scratches there. Like, yeah, you missed yeah. a spot of dirt on the wheel. I'm like, I can't fit in there. Go ahead and go, gotta, go get it. We got to get her on camera saying, Dad, can you sand out these scratches? Like, Dad, <laughs> Dad, you suck. Dad, there's a scratch. Dad, you missed a spot. Speaking of that, I uh, a little off topic. One of my good friends <sighs> sent me a video. I might have to see if I. Oh, dude, I saw that. I sent it to you. I sent yeah, it yeah. For our viewers, a friend of mine. Uh, has a son, I think, two or three or four years old. He's young, and he scratched uh, hmm. the, the ram all the way around the truck, like started the in the whole... back, full circle. Yeah, all, all the, the way, way down. down. I'm yeah. like, oh, down, no. Goes up, goes down. He did take it to a body shop, and the body mm -hmm. shop said, um, we can't you know, fix that. We can't fix it. We got to respray the whole truck. But, you know, he's like, well, what do you think? And I was like, well, it's your truck, dude. And I'm like, I, I know for a fact that some of the scratches will stand out. Your like, scratches probably yeah, won't. Yeah. But, you know, like, even if you pay me to do it, you're still, it's still going to cost a lot of money. So you're like, it just needs a quality tune up. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's ways to fix it on a budget. Is it yeah. going to look perfect? No. No. That's why I call does it, it. Does anything look perfect? No. No, well, paint touch-up stuff is, you know, I, I enjoy doing it here and there, but, like, there needs to be an expectation with that, too. It's the reason they call it paint touch-up and not paint repair. You know, yeah. You're touching up the freaking car. The, you you're know making I mean? it look better, yeah, more presentable. It, yeah, well, and especially here in the Midwest with all the salt that we get, I mean, the, the bigger value you're going to get out of touch-up paint is just preserving it and not letting the salt and corrosion get there to, you know, open it up even more. But um, anyways, as we start getting crazy off topic i'm going to try to reel us back in before we run out of time in today's episode but you know uh, the the tying it back into the high school and the students um you know the this whole thing and our quest that we've been on on the on preaching education is really special and i feel great you know humbled and blessed to be able to do this stuff because mm -hmm. it's not like it's not like I'm trying to, you know, you or I are trying to force someone into this box that you speak of, right? No. We're trying to really get people to think, right? And well, use their, it, right, and think, and it's not, it's not mm -hmm. so much about what you're using or what brand. It's, it's use your, you know, think. Outside well, the box. it's with the high school kids. For me and for you, I know, it's not even about detailing. Correct. It's about giving them a self-esteem. Mm -hmm. For whatever they want to do in life, give them little bits of success along the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that and paint, that could change someone's life for the rest of their life. What we do and what we say could change someone's life for the rest of their life. Well, that's, that's the ability that we have. Mm -hmm. And you can't put a price on that. Yeah. Well, it has I, nothing to do with the cars. Me and your relationship, why we have this podcast, has nothing to do with the cars. It's, it's about you and me and right, what right. It's so, what it's, we want to teach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's nothing to do with cars. Cars are secondary. Well, you know, for everybody that's listening to this, you know, the, the, the schooling part of kind of what we've been working on. Man, we it's this has been we started talking about this stuff back in 2017 or 16 mm -hmm. when he bought that building. Yeah. And so it's it's always kind of been there to some glimmer, but now it's like, you know, it's 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 materialized and it's gotten closer. And we've had nothing, like I said, but roadblocks and hurdles. But now sure. kind of in a post pandemic world where there's different changes in the 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 um 
that actual uh, that area that they're in that industrial zone there's opportunities there and it's it, people are watching and they know that this community needs it and i was just talking to anthony about this the other day you know like looking for funding and all the stuff since since he started working on re renovating that third floor for sure. training um, with the HVAC system and the heating and the mm -hmm. air and the tools and the equipment and electronics and all the stuff that he's bought plus the expense of putting on trainings and lunches and all this stuff I mean over the course of close to three years now I mean he's spent close to a hundred thousand dollars yeah of his own money you know what yeah. I mean which yeah. it's like you don't you don't think about it right it's like okay you know, we need you know, we got to have ventilation and we got to have this so mm -hmm. we you know we need to have emergency exit we got to have all these things to to meet the building code mm -hmm. so we can actually legally do this stuff sure and then and it's so it's just like if 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 an entrepreneur like that is going to put up his own money to give back to the community why wouldn't other people want to be on board because even even in the smallest little impact that we've made with these students it's been positive well you know what i mean and that's you're right that's and and any help work any yeah. amount of help works yeah yes and i feel compelled to expand outside of chicago there, there there's kids all over the united states of america right now that don't fit into that mold mm -hmm. how can we help yeah. And how can we get others on board financially? Right. To right. help America out, help yeah. the world out. That that that's our mission. Well, and I, I it's it's uh, you know, everything good takes time and you know, big grandiose ideas, there's still small building blocks all that stuff. So, you know, it's it's weird, you know, with all the all the stuff that we've done over the last couple of years, you know, we still have a tremendous amount of work in front of us and it's, it's sometimes daunting to me. And so, um, my goal is, is to kind of close down, you know, like I've always wanted to do tying it back into the, me wanting the seasonal business. My, I want to mm -hmm. close down the business. You know, I, I, I have a couple big winter projects I'm going to be working on. I got a Santa, an old Porsche. I'm, I got a local guy. that's a Porsche collector. I got to get that car up to speed and, and then I have an AMG Mercedes Benz. I might even fly you in in the way. When yeah, to help me let's with that do one. it. We got to sand a, a black Mercedes and buff that out. So, well, I I might be coming into Chicago. Then we go to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. That's well. It, we'll save that for the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just but, a little teaser, a little tune up, a little tune up, Kilmer. A little teaser. <laughs> but yeah. Next. So I think as we you know as we got a little bit more time before we actually have to sign off before uh, this episode is done because we're we had a little technical difficulties with the storm out by you, but we're we're uh, we're getting close to the end. Um, twenty twenty three is on our doorstep, and you and I are going to have a handful more of these podcasts to end out the year, and then when January starts, we're going to start bringing on guests and interviewing yep. some guests. So I think that and we we opinion. have a lot on the list. Yeah, we have a and lot every, on the list. for everybody I've talked to is like. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's going to be well, because that's the, you know, the, our mission was the stories behind the shine and, and giving an opportunity for, for us and to bring in people to tell their story because mm -hmm. it, it's, it's strangely weird how relatable everything is, you know, sure. and a lot of the stuff that I'm going through or you're going through or someone's going through, it's, it's relatable to something on some level. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We're, mm -hmm. we're, our listeners and our viewers are like, man, I know exactly what that's like. I've been there. I've gone through that, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm excited for, for us to get to next year, but we got, um, 
We are going to be before the end of the year making some announcements for training in 2023. As with as with we, with who and what? So with um, just give them a, a, a glimpse, a little tune up, a little tune up, a little tune up. Today's tune up. We're going to give you a little glimpse of <laughs> where the trainings are going to take place in the season next season <laughs> in the season next season. He says <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Uh, we're just having fun. No. So um, I'll tell you this, because there's still the fine details of this should be together mm -hmm. here in the next 10 to 15 days. But um, the goal is to have a training out in California at the uh, the last weekend in April. With who? Um, that's going to be held at Paul Springer's place. All right. So right. if you're listening to this and you are interested in training at Paul Springer's, it's going to be, I don't have those dates in front of you, but it's the last April. Sign uh, up. Last, give us your money. Weekend, last weekend in April, we'll be there. And we'll have a special guest. And we'll have As a special of, guest. Yep. Yep. And we'll, 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 we'll wait to say that later. Yep. Um, but we're going to have a special guest there. And then the de the fine details, we're going to do a Midwest class. That's going to take place um, at one of two locations, and it's going to take place in late June or July. With a special and guest? With a special guest. And or then, two? Or two. And then we're going to go back to the West Coast in the fall, um, late September, early October. So um, all the information on that is going to be public before the end of the year. With and a special guest as well. With, yes, correct. So we, you and I have, and and we we have a lot more work to do. But um, we got a lot of work to do, and that's we got a of, big tune-up, a big tune-up coming up. <laughs> that's going to take a lot of tune-up time mm -hmm. to get done. We got to make that's we got to make stickers, Kilmer. If uh, tune-up, if, if our listeners are listening to this, would you want to hear uh, or have us make tune-up stickers? I think we should make that. <laughs> Absolutely. That sounds like a good idea. Tune up. Tune up. Um, Just tune up. No, but I, I, had, I had said that, you know, I, I, w I have to start building out these slides and these modules for training that will be used for when – what's cool about this is that when we do our, our trainings, whether it's beginning entry-level training or advanced training, some of the slides and the modules we're going to build are going to be mm -hmm. able to be used for all the stuff that we're going to be doing in the future. So. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like I, I'm thinking about, I thought about this today, Jason, like I remember some of the pains I went through when I was building my website Sure. and how much of a, there was looking back at it now, I hated it. Mm -hmm. Right. But I really mm -hmm. like, I'm proud of my website because like, I, you know, I, I didn't copy, I didn't go on, you know, like all the ver verbiage and everything is, mm -hmm. is there's, those are my words. And mm -hmm. it took me a long time to get extract it from my head, what I wanted to put down on paper. Sure. Um, and I fought myself on a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, now that it's all done and looking back, I'm proud of that. And I'm hoping sure, absolutely. with creating some of this content and creating some of the stuff that we're going to use for training um, will be a similar experience, right? It's going to be hard to do mm -hmm. um, because I, as I mentioned earlier, um, the school wants us to actually do a pilot class in the um, in quarter one of next year, which is would have um, basically like a uh, be a twenty day course, but uh, a twelve to fifteen of the days would actually be virtual. 
So there'd be virtual training involved, but then the other portion of the days would be on hands in person training. And they wouldn't be like the, the long day trainings, like we're used to would be, you know, maybe a rotation of three groups that train for three hours a day, you know, or two and a half hours a day. So a lot of this stuff is, is not defined because we're creating it from nothing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to doing this because no, I, I, I'm looking forward to it because here's the ultimate goal is changing these kids' lives, changing yeah. entrepreneurs' lives. Like, yeah, yeah. Th what we've learned over the course of almost 50 years, yeah. like yeah. we can accelerate people's careers or yeah. yeah, maybe let's let's say detailing is not for them. Sure. Yeah. Correct. But, yeah, the, if, but the thought process and the procedures are the same. Mm -hmm. They can be a plumber. They can be a roofer. They can be whatever. That's what we call transferable skills. Kate. Transferable skills to make a, a living for themselves and make a yeah. living for their family. Like yeah. you can't yes. put a price on that. No, you cannot put a price on that. It's so true. You know, you got to put food on the table at five o'clock, you know? Yeah. Um, or six and, or seven or six or eight, time. It's, whatever time, whatever yeah. time it is. But no, it's, 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 <clears throat> this is, and I think in you saying that, um, something that I'm kind of ex excited for myself personally is kind of learning and rediscovering some things that I'm going to learn about myself. Right. And mm -hmm. there's going to be some lessons. Well, um, you know, you're, I'm right. Learn along the you're way. right. Because when I teach someone, I want to learn as much as I teach. I learn as much from my students as I do teaching. Right. I've learned from you. Right. I've learned from my business partner, Aaron Knox. Yeah. I've learned yes. from my business partner, Andy. Yeah. I've learned from everybody. Correct. And, and I even told, you know, we're, we're coming out to Wisconsin in um, early December. Yeah. And I post on Facebook, I want to teach, but I also want to learn. Yeah. It, it's a give and take. Sure. Not everybody knows everything. Nobody knows everything. Well, I can learn and I can teach for my students. Yeah. Some students have said, well, Jason, what if you do it like this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Well, it worked out or it didn't work out. And, so but true. that's not the point is, is what you learn from it. Yeah. Whether it worked out or didn't work out, that's part of it. Abraham Lincoln said, I learn from everybody, whether it's not what, what to do or what not to do. Well, you learn by doing right. Yeah. And, and we, you know, we learn as we train, we kind of learn how people respond and what, you know, mm -hmm. we, we, we know how to adapt, but you know, our trainings always continue to evolve because we're always yeah. learning, you know, yeah. and that's, that's why group trainings are really, they are special. I mean, anybody that's listened to this, that's been to a boss university can honestly, uh, say that though, you know, that's an experience, you know, and that tribal knowledge when people come together and someone asks a question and it challenges the instructors and the groups, you know, you bring that, that, mm -hmm. that collectiveness of everybody, you know, learning together, that, that type of stuff is super cool, man. Well, you know, I, I, can say. You, I have three things when I say, when we do an exercise and I've done it to you, does it look good? Does it look bad? Or is it indifferent? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It looks yeah. bad. Okay, why do you think it looks bad? Well, this, this, and this, and this. Okay, let's do that. If it looks good, what went good, what went bad? Or if you're undecided, indifferent, mm -hmm. 
what could we do good or bad yeah to figure it out yeah yeah the whole time you were saying that i was going to say i was going to suggest that it looks bad because it needs a tune up <laughs> tune up <laughs> everything needs a tune up uh, i don't care how good it is needs a tune up those are those are new shirts i'm going to make sweatshirts next year if you guys are listening to this and you want a needs a tune up shirt let me know so would you put tune up on the front or tune up on the back that's a good question yeah. or both We'll have to think about that, Jason. Don't so our, our viewers, do you want to tune up on the front or the back? Tune up on the front or tune up on the back. That's a good one. Though. we got to make the shirt. I love it. Tune up. Tune up. Well, we did actually, that actually came from my business partner, Andy Ward. That's awesome. That's so awesome. With, my, with my bad eye, which is this eye, he goes, Kilmer, do you need a tune up? We're in New York, right? On on a really expensive collection. He goes, I said, Andy, Andy Ward, a proficient ex. I need a tune-up. He come over and he's like, Kilmer, looks terrible. You do need a tune-up. <laughs> oh, that's why it's great working with another set of eyes. You know what I mean? Because, hmm? you know, sometimes people see things through a different lens. And that's, well, you uh, know, and we've said that ourselves, Maddie, how does this look? I don't need your opinion. You don't need my opinion. I will. But tell you, I, a separate set of eyes really helps out. I know it does. And I, I have to get used to just cleaning my glasses. Cause there's a handful of times where I'm like, I get haze on my glasses. Sure. And I wipe it. I'm like, the car's hazy. And I'm like, I tab, like I wipe. It looks mm -hmm. the same. Like it's my fucking, my freaking glasses are. Yeah. Hazy, you yeah. Know what I mean? So, I, I so, so <laughs> remember when we tried to put paint sealant on the grand national, Oh my God. Yeah. I said, Maddie, it's not going to work. He's like, Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it was a mess. I knew Wrong. it. Wrong. But I'm like, Okay, I'll let Wrong. Maddie, I'll let Maddie sink. <laughs> but it was terrible. It needed wiping. a tune up. <laughs> a lot of wiping on the international. In fact, I had to repost it again, didn't I? No, not all of it. There were most spots. of it. Uh, no, it, actually, I, after letting it sit the next day and coming back and letting it settle, wiping it off, it was fine. By day yeah. two, we were good. It's just the polymers, we don't, they, nothing wanted to drop. They didn't like it. No. 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 Not at all. It didn't. But, you know, now we know for next time, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, it won't be next time on that car. Well, it's a local car, so who knows? Yeah. I might have to well, for you, car. not for me. Yeah. I Unless know. I get a text from Jeremy, help. Yeah. Well, there's, I think that's. We got so much going on. We can we uh, we have a lot to talk about, and that's why we're doing this podcast, right? Right, Jason. We are blessed. We are blessed to do what we do. Yeah, no, it's and it's, people it's, actually listen to what we say, which is crazy. Yes. Um, well, it's it comes from an it comes from an honest place, right? And it comes absolutely from, it comes from uh, a lot of experience, and and I think that that's something that you know. You know, experience is the greatest teacher. So absolutely, you know, and that's why we're still on this quest. You know what I mean? We'll be on the quest so, till we die. So that's it. Yeah, I think so. I'm. I think that can kind of maybe wrap up. Uh, our sure. Episode four. We have a couple more of these that we're going to do to kind of finish out the year, as I mentioned, and bring in some other guests. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make the jump, right? That's that's the moral of this. Like it's this podcast is going to air on Thanksgiving. And um, very thankful for the opportunity to do this. And I thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate everyone's support. 
and um, mm-hmm. we're grateful for you guys. And um, I don't have the uh, the lay of the land for the next couple episodes, but I did want to state that if you guys are listening to this podcast and you've made it this far, if there's a specific topic that um, you and Jay would like to see Jason and I talk about in the future, shoot me a you know direct message. Shoot Jason a message. Leave it in the comments. I know I've already got don't leave me a message. Listed. Yeah, leave it. Well, you say, yeah, why not? You have your kind of set of people that leave, you know, messages. You could just forward it to me. I'll just forward yeah. it to you. Matt, Maddie's, Maddie's the boss. I'm the boss on the Driven by Details podcast. <laughs> not really. Not you really. are. You are. It's fine. Really. It's it's all good. It's no, fine. No, you know what? We're just having fun. We're having I, fun. I, I appreciate all that stuff. So, um, again, if you guys want to hear something specific, we're going to get to a lot of stuff. Guests are coming next year. But in the meantime... Um, I guess we'll just sign off, Kilmer. I got to go actually cut up some videos from some stuff that I did today. I'm working on a video uh, that I want to get up here before the end of the weekend. So um, I hope everybody has a nice Thanksgiving. What did you use? Did you use APS? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll talk about that in the next podcast. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. We don't have to do a whole podcast on it, but um, I – It deserves a podcast, though. It does deserve a podcast. I, I completely agree. You know what? Maybe we'll if if it's not on the next podcast, let's definitely do one of those before. What is end. what does APS stand for for all the viewers that may all, not know? All purpose soap. What does that mean, Maddie? It means it does a little bit of everything. Purpose. A little bit of, thi- a little bit of this. A little bit. It of that. does a little it, bit of everything. It gives purpose. it a tune-up. It gives it. A liquid tune-up. <laughs> it's a liquid tune-up. Oh, you guys, it's his best. Everyone's probably like, what are they doing over there? This they're is, on crack. They're on drugs. No, <laughs> just a beer. I was drinking a Kronbacher. There we go. Boom. And I think I'm going to go uh, crack another beer and start working. Uh, WD-40 I was on. Nice. From nice. Thad Sullivan. Nice. I love it. There you go, Thad. He's going to be happy about that. He's going to love it. We'll have to get a shout out. I'll have to put that on our Instagram stories. So. Absolutely. Cool, guys. Well, Kilmer, happy Thanksgiving, brother. Thank you, too. Thank you for carving out a little bit of time tonight to do this. And, no uh, pun intended. Carving, carving. the turkey. Mm-hmm. See? Needs a little tuna. That was a nice segue. It was a nice segue. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. See you guys. Thank you. On Blessed. Our, on our next episode. You guys have a good night. Hammer down. Hammer down.